okay, it's time to get you right. It's the legal lens with Angela Redock Wright. KBLA Talk, 1580. Every Saturday, 11 a.m., baby. Bringing light to law. Hit it, educate, engage, and empower you all. Leading attorneys, policy makers. No fake in history in the making. Come on, let's go. It's time for the legal lens show. Come on, let's go. It's time for the legal lens show. Come on, let's go. It's time for the legal lens show. Come on, let's go. It's time for the legal lens. It's time for the legal lens. Go, 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 go. Yes, yes, it is time for the legal lens show. Happy weekend kbla talk 1580 listeners this is the last weekend of may 2022 and what an amazing spring almost summer day it is memorial day weekend i hope you are already out enjoying the weekend and renewing and refreshing and spending times time with those that you love um, you are listening to the legal lens show with angela redock right on kbla talk 1580 and this is Yours truly, Angela Redock Wright, and we are so proud each Saturday and Sunday to bring light to law, law to light with our show, Legal Lens, where we bring to you the latest in policy and legal discussions with some of the top leaders in the field, lawyers and policymakers who are making a difference every day. And I just want to thank you so much for tuning into our show and for listening from week to week. We could not have a talk radio show without those of you who listen, call in, share your stories, give us ideas for future shows. So we really, really appreciate you, our listeners. We've been on air since October 2021. Um, So several months now, we've had a chance to produce some great shows. And I just, I'm so excited, excited to do this show, excited to have this opportunity, excited about KBLA itself. KBLA is coming up on its one-year anniversary of airing. as KBLA Talk 1580, and um, that's Juneteenth weekend, and I know we have some exciting things planned to celebrate our one-year anniversary, so be sure to tune in to the weekday shows and the weekend shows so you can hear more about that. And lately, what we are promoting now is voting in um, Los Angeles and California and across the country. We are approaching midterm elections, and we are encouraging folks to get out and vote June 7th. Make sure you make your voice heard. You make sure you make your vote count and go and represent. And we're already hearing that in our black and brown communities that folks really aren't um, turning in their early ballots. You know, um, absentee voting is um, an increasingly popular thing. And for candidates, it's important to um know how your absentee voting is going and we're hearing um, through the grapevine and we're going to celebrate Gladys Knight today and we're hearing through the grapevine that black and brown folks are already showing some signs of maybe not really showing up um, in strong numbers for this election so folks it's not just important that we show up during a presidential election or during an election that happens to have more popularity it's important that we show up now each and every time because as we can 
see, you know, through the different policy issues, um, such, for example, gun violence. Great show, Ariva Martin, right before mine. She addressed head on this issue of gun violence and gun control in our communities. And one of the things they said, you know, is, you know, the difference in policy on this issue is who we elect in uh, what folks believe in, in in terms of the people that we elect. So, folks, if you haven't voted already in early voting, please go out and vote. Let the candidates know you're there, that you're going to show up in big numbers and make your voice heard and make your voice count. So um, we broadcast to you live from Lamert Park, um, USA, the part of the famous Crenshaw District of Los Angeles. And you all know that I have a great love for this community and encourage you to come out and support the business owners and the community members here. It's a great area of Los Angeles. Um, thank you, J-Star, of course, for our Legal Lens Jingle. I love, love, love that song. It gets me going. I have the our engineer Odell kind of play it for a few minutes, even, you know, going into the show just to get me going and to get me hyped and hopefully getting you all hyped and listening to the show. You can follow us um, throughout the week. You don't just have to wait till Saturdays to hear our voice and what we're talking about on the Legal Lens Show. You can follow us throughout the week on our um, Facebook and Instagram at I am Angela Redock Wright. Um, and we love we we use that as a platform to share what we're doing in the legal community, but also to hear your voice and to hear what you're thinking about the show and topics and so forth. So definitely friend us. Um, I want to know what's on your mind. Today, I am particularly excited about our show. Um, we're talking about the issue of mass incarceration and life after incarceration and reentry and legal and advocacy services provided to individuals, um, at least in California and South Carolina. And I know our guests will share with us opportunities in other parts of the country as well um, in terms of support for those who are currently incarcerated, um, about to have reentered society after incarceration and support for those individuals and their families. And helping us with that conversation today, we have two guests from the nonprofit organization Root and Rebound, um, Carmen Garcia, who is the executive director and Rebecca um, Berry, who is a hotline staff attorney, services attorney for the organization and is progressing into a new role, which you'll hear about. So um, when we come forward in our next segment, I'll formally introduce our two guests and help to set up the topic and um, hear about what their organization is doing and also um, have them shed light as people, individuals who are on the ground uh, working on this issue daily um, shed light as to some of the key policy and legal considerations we should be thinking about in terms of supporting those who are formerly incarcerated. So before we bring them in, uh, just want to share a few things with you about this day in history or this time in history and also highlight some birthdays from this week. Um, so this week in history, May 28, 1961, um, some of you may know about the National kind of holiday called Amnesty International. I first learned about that when I was in college at Amherst College, and there would be a lot of focus on issues of amnesty um, during the week of Amnesty International. And just to give you a little insight, that did, that celebration came about um, through the British newspaper, The London Observer, who published a British lawyer, Peter Berenson's article, The Forgotten Prisoners, on its front page, launching the appeal for amnesty in 1961. This is a campaign which has now gone worldwide 
calling for the release of all people in prison in various parts of the world because of the people peaceful expression of their beliefs. And I'm a mediator. So whenever I see the word peace, um, it always attracts my attention. So um, great, you know, kudos to those around the world who work for Amnesty. And I wanted to mention that because it's not a direct tie into our, our conversation today, but it does address the issue of prisoners around the world and those who are in prison because they are expressing their beliefs. So this week we celebrate Amnesty International. Uh, we also celebrate this week, and um, I'm going to talk about my engineer Odell a little bit because he's like, what are you talking about? Uh, this week we celebrate um, the 30th, May 28th, 1963. Irene Cara had the nim- pop singer. She had the number one pop hit with the song Flash Dance. What a feeling. And I said, Odell, I'm going to mention Flash Dance during the show. Can you cue it up? He's like, what is that? I said, oh, wow. Uh, you you weren't born during that time or you were a little baby or something. But um, Odell, let's just hear like 10 seconds of flash dance. Yes, yes. Thank you, Irene Kara, for that great, great contribution to our world of music. And this week, we also celebrate the birthdays of actor, actor Octavia Spencer, author and poet Jamaica Kincaid, and the birthdays of Lauren Hill and Gladys Knight. And we're going to honor them today with our music on the show. And also Betty Shabazz, wife of Malcolm X. So rest in peace, Betty Shabazz and Jamaica Kincaid. And um, we celebrate you, Octavia and Lauren and Gladys Knight, and thank you all for your contributions. And of course, this weekend, we're celebrating Memorial Day, which is on Monday. And originally known as the Decoration Day, it is a federal holiday in the United States for mourning the U.S. military personnel who have died while serving in the United States Armed Forces. So certainly our thoughts go out to our our veterans who have passed on and for all that they've done to make our country one of the greatest in the world and I just like to give a special acknowledgement to my own grandfathers who both served in wars Nathaniel Gills Jr. and Cornel- I mean, Nathaniel Gills Sr. and Cornelius um, Red Ox Sr. So um Love to all the families of, of veterans who have moved on, who have passed on, um, but who served our country valiantly. So we're you're tuned in to KBLA Talk 1580. This is Legal Lens with Angela. We have a great show planned for you. We're talking about the very serious issue of mass incarceration and reentry programs and support for those who have been incarcerated and their families. And helping us with that discussion. Um, is the organization Roots and Rebound, Carmen Garcia and Rebecca Berry. Stay tuned, download the app, take us with you wherever you go, and, and join us for this exciting conversation. Odell, I'll pass it to you. More of Legal Lens with Angela Reddick-Wright. Helping you see legal issues more clearly when we come forward. And that's Gladys Knight. I heard it through the grapevine. You're tuned into KBLA Talk 1580. This is Legal Lens with Angela, and today, through our music, we're celebrating the birthdays of Gladys Knight and Lauren Hill. Thank you both for your amazing contributions to the music of our of our world and our country. So, um, 
we're talking today about mass incarceration and reentry and legal and policy issues associated with that and the kind of support and advocacy services provided to individuals who've been formerly incarcerated and their families and helping us with that conversation. We have two amazing women who are on the front lines of this issue, Carmen Garcia and Rebecca Berry. And I'm going to introduce them. I'm going to introduce them, um, but I, I would be um, short-sighted of me not to also make sure on the top end of this show that we don't uh, acknowledge um, the terrible tragedy this week um, where 19 children and individuals were... Um, their lives were taken through a deadly shooting at Robb Elementary School in Texas, a little town outside of San Antonio, Texas. So certainly our hearts um, go out and our prayers go out to the families and the community members that have impacted. But most importantly, it's, you know, many are saying it's time out for just, you know, sending warm wishes and thoughts and prayers, but it's time for some policy changes. And so, you know, here at KBLA, we are all talking about this issue, and we, along with many of our guests, will be on the front lines of helping to see to some of the policy changes that are needed around gun violence in our country. And so um, with that, let me um, introduce our two guests. We have Carmen Garcia. Good morning, Carmen. How are you? Hi, good morning. I am doing well. Thank you so very much for having us today. Of course, of course. You all are doing important work. And when you both said yes, I was just elated that you would, would decide to spend your Saturday morning with us. So Carmen, let me tell you a little, uh, our guests a, a little bit about you. Carmen is the executive director of Root and Rebound, which is a nonprofit organization here that provides reentry services um, for um, formerly incarcerated individuals and currently incarcerated individuals and their family members. And they currently provide services in the state of California and in the state of South Carolina. Carmen um, previously worked with the Choices Program, and she also worked at San Francisco State University and at the City College of San Francisco as a teacher's assistant to Dr. Terry Day in the psychology department. She also interned at City College of San Francisco's Second Chance Program, and um, I look forward to hearing from Carmen, but I have a feeling that that was a part of her getting into this work. And that program helped previously incarcerated students achieve full academic potential by mentoring and providing them with resources to help reduce everyday challenges. Carmen realizes the importance of education in the prison system and post-incarceration as a formerly incarcerated woman. So, Carmen, we look forward to your insights and welcome. And joining Thank her, you, joining her is uh, someone I is a family friend and um, someone I consider a mentee I'm so very proud of. Her name is Rebecca Berry. She is a hotline and direct services attorney with um, Root and Rebound and is transitioning into a, a role that is dear, near and dear to my heart because in my work I do every day. I work in the area of people and human resources. She's transitioning um, to the head of people, culture, and operations for Root and Rebound. Rebecca is a double alumnus of the University of Southern California, where she got her BA and her JD. And she, prior to joining Root and Rebound, she was um, with the Equal Rights Advocates in San Francisco, um, where she helped students on Title IX matters and supported litigation and projects in the area of Title IX. 
And she also worked for the Reproductive Justice Fellow at the Black Women's Health Imperative in Washington, D.C. Um, as a fellow with that organization. And so welcome, Rebecca. Um, we're so excited to have you on the show as well. Hi, Angela. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you, Rebecca. Um, and so, what, Carmen, give us a little more insights about yourself and how you got into the work of working with um, reentry and issues of mass incarceration. Yes, no, you you actually highlighted it <laughs> when you introduced me. So, as as uh, um, when I interned at um, City College of San Francisco uh, for Doctor the late Doctor Terry Day. Um, he, um, the focus was psychology, and so he was part of this uh, group of, they, they were trying to start uh, in, in Oakland and the Bay Area. He was working, and along with other advocates in the area, were, they were working hard on, on building um, uh, almost like a, uh, oh my gosh, what am I trying to say? Um, just a group of nonprofits coming together to support each other and, and raising uh, the issues around mass incarceration. And so um, he, uh, there was a, an opening at Root and Rebound, and he um, said, you know, Carmen, I think you'd be perfect for this role. Apply for it. I, I did. Of course, it was a lot, there was a lot of, like, hesitation on my end because it was going to be my first job after incarceration, my first real, real job, and, you know, and, and just walking around feeling like I have the scarlet letter on me was really difficult. Uh, but I, I pushed through. I applied. I started off as a legal administrative assistant. And uh, in September of 2021, I became a Root and Rebound's executive director. And so it's really uh, the journey to get here, um, of course, was bumpy and a lot of challenges. But I just, you know, it just made me a stronger person. And so I'm just I'm just so excited to even learn more. Even as a formerly incarcerated person, I didn't re I didn't understand a lot of like the reentry issues or that even people were looking at those issues or even cared to. So I'm just so um, grateful and thankful for our team um, at, at Root and Rebound because they do amazing work supporting uh, my community because I'm from that community and and really giving their all to to make you know trying to make changes in the world. And, and so, yeah. What a great story, um, Carmen. And I do want to hear a little bit more about your own experience in, in connecting it to the work that Root and Rebound does. But let's hear from Rebecca first. Um, Rebecca, how did you get into this work? I saw you at your brother's graduate college graduation barbecue recently. And you, yes. when you spoke about the work you, you do, you were just so passionate about it. And you were like, I have found my calling. And you're, you know, you're much younger than me. And so for someone your age to feel like they found their calling, I mean, kudos to you um, to discover absolutely. it so early in life. So how did you get into this work? Yeah, absolutely. So I've been practicing law since 2017, but I was always pretty aware of the barriers around reentry just because I saw my family members, like my cousins, my uncles, struggling out of the criminal justice system. So um, once I got to USC, I actually started a chapter of SAMI, so Students Against Mass Incarceration, and just continued to do that work. And then once I got to law school, it was on. I, I started working at uh, Mayor Garcetti's Office of Reentry, and that introduced me to Root and Rebound. And so after my fellowships, I applied to Root and Rebound as a staff attorney. And, you know, three years later, 
I'm now continuing this work and then also going to be the head of a wonderful team of attorneys and advocates and policy people and just folks who are really as passionate as I am about this work and, and also our systems impacted themselves. So we're, we're all very close to the issue and feel very passionate about it. That is awesome, Rebecca. I didn't know about um, your work even in college and law school around this issue, that it it started very early for you. So kudos to you. Um, Carmen, tell us a little bit more about Root and Rebound. And if you don't mind giving us a little more insight about your own personal story. And I'm, I'm particularly interested in knowing you, you said something to the effect you were concerned when you got out of prison as to what life would look like. So give us some insights there and how Root and Rebound kind of helps individuals like yourself. Yeah, of course, uh, Angela. So I, I wish Root and Rebound existed when I got out, right, because Root and Rebound uh, restores power and resources um, to those most harmed or affected by mass incarceration. And, and, and we do it through legal advocacy, public education, policy reform, and litigation. And so uh, for me, understanding um, just exactly how my rights, right, as a as a formerly incarcerated person or someone on probation, like what were my rights? Do I have a right to education? Do you know? Um, is there a way to lower my restitution fees? Right, all those things that are not explained by probation or anyone else. Um, I found uh, answers at Root and Rebound. And which was so interesting for me because for the longest I thought, well, if I, I uh, you know, there was a point where I could not afford uh, my monthly restitution because I was not working a full-time job. And I, I was still, you know, I was in school and I was working a part-time work-study uh, employment and so earning $600 a month. And I always thought that if I don't pay it, um, if I didn't pay it then, I was going to go back to prison. That was my understanding mm. of how things went. And so, yeah, and so when I um, started at Root and Rebound and I found out that there are ways to ask for a reduction in um, my monthly payment. And so, and it had to, you know, there's forms that you have to fill out and, and, and your probation officer has to pre- present it to um, the court and have them sign off or the judge sign off on it. And, and so when that came, for me, it was an eye-opener, just how much information, how much um, information there's out there that we as systems-impacted people or people that are incarcerated, even people that are incarcerated, people that are at halfway houses and just people transitioning out are not aware of those, um, those rights that you have. And, and, and it, it, yeah, it's not to make excuses or anything, but it's to make different choices, better choices, but have opportunities and start off on the right side and not start off with debt, not start off with all that, um, all that pressure of, you know, trying to make ends meet and how am I going to do that? And, but there are ways, there are solutions, right? If you know your rights, if you know what they are, then you know how to approach them. And so at Root and Rebound, uh, that is our goal, right? Through, a wide range of services that we do, including like a weekly hotline for people that are incarcerated. They can call us free of charge. We accept collect calls. Uh, What's that hotline number, by the way, just since we're there? What is, is, do you have a hotline number? Yes, it's 510-279-4662. Okay. And so we have on Friday, it's a, a, a hotline where 
people can call and speak to our legal team. And then we do urgent urgent calls. We take urgent calls Monday through Thursday uh, from, you know, from people inside, from people outside, uh, community members, uh, people that are supporting people in reentry. Um, and so we also um, facilitate mobile legal clinics, um, educational workshops and trainings. And then uh, something that we also um, do is we embed attorneys in uh, different communities. For example, we have an attorney embedded at ARC, at the Anti-Recidivism Coalition in, in Los Angeles, right? We have, um, a, 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 we started in South Carolina, we embedded an attorney at Soteria, another nonprofit. And, and what and do so, those attorneys do that you, our individuals can make appointments to meet with them or kind of what, how does that connect? Yes, so the people, so for example, um, our attorney, Nicole Young at, uh, at, at ARC, who's embedded at the Anti-Recidivism Coalition, she supports people that are part of the, the ARC, um, the ARC um, family, uh, per se, and so she supports them with their legal reentry issues, and also if we have people in, sub, in Southern California who need support, we refer our, our, our people to, to Nicole since she's from the area and can um, support better there in, 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 uh, in, South, in, in South, Southern California. Um, and mm-hmm. Carmen, I'm just going to pause you right there. We do have to take a hard commercial and news break here. But we are talking to Carmen Garcia and Rebecca Berry from Root and Rebound and the services they provide to individuals who are currently incarcerated, formerly incarcerated, and their families. Next up, we're going to talk about some of the statistics behind those who are imprisoned and reentering society and talk about what some of the policy and legal issues are um, that are needed in order to provide better support to these individuals. So you're listening to Legal Lens with Angela Redock-Wright. Stay tuned. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. And guess what, folks? We have a lot to talk about. More of KBLA Talk 1580's all-new weekend lineup when we come forward. That's Lauren Hill with her song, Doo-Wop. And today with our music selection, we are celebrating the birthdays and the contribution that they've made to music of Gladys Knight and Lauren Hill. Happy birthday, ladies. We are talking about a very important issue today on the Legal Lens Show, the issue of mass incarceration and reentry programs and barriers to reentry and the policy and legal issues associated with that. To help us, we have Carmen Garcia and Rebecca Berry from the nonprofit organization Root and Rebound. Um, Carmen, thank you for all the insights you provided prior to our break. Becca, let's bring you into the conversation. What are some of the current statistics um, around mass incarceration and reentry that help shape our conversation today? Absolutely. So um, according to our latest DOJ statistics, so from the Department of Justice, Um, Basically, since 1978, California's prison population has grown over 600%. So the U.S. is incarcerating more of its population than any other developed country in the world. We are number one, um, but in incarceration. Um, And then in California, we got 80,000 people are inside our California jails on any given day. And then 60,000 of those people are being released each year Um, nationally. About 600,000 people are entering prison, 
Um, but people are going to jail in, in the U.S. Um, over 10 million times each year. So that's people just cycling in and out um, constantly and um, doing what's called recidivating. So coming out and then facing all of these barriers and going right back in. Um, so we are definitely in the era of mass incarceration. Um, you know, there's slavery, there's Jim Crow, and then there's the era where we live in right now, mass incarceration. Yes, and that is almost a different show as to kind of the policy issues that are leading to incarceration. But any insights you want to provide on that kind of the underlying, you know, issues of, I mean, of course, you know, some would simplify, say, well, it's crime, you know, people are committing crimes, and so they go to jail. But I think it's deeper than that, right, Rebecca? Oh, absolutely. Um, We just over-criminalize as a country. Um, We see incarceration as the answer to every social ill we can think of. So if someone is addicted to drugs, we criminalize them instead of having public health support. Um, And it's the same with any issue you can really think of. We think incarceration first, and that has led to this boom um, of people going to jails and prisons. Are there, you mentioned U.S. is an unfortunate thing to be first in the world for incarcerating folks. Um, But are there any countries that are, that have it right or that are doing it right or have successful um, initiatives around, you know, imprisonment when it it makes sense. But more importantly, when people come out of prison, um, having successful rates and and not, and I think the term you use is recidivism, um, preventing recidivism. Are there any models that we can look at around the country? Yeah, there's, I would say there's some, smaller like European companies uh, European countries actually like Denmark and and Sweden actually that um, have shown that if you have a really robust like prevention and then um, don't have such I guess harsh conditions in the actual prisons themselves and then also connect your people to programs and reentry supports and housing and things once they get out that they've seen way less recidivism um, I don't have the numbers on that right now, but um, we have seen some of that in those countries where they, you know, they really value that prevention. Yes. And then, um, Carmen, um, what what are, when we talk about reentry, you kind of you focused on this already, so let's expand it a little bit. When we talk about reentry after incarceration, what are we really talking about? And what would you say are kind of the one to two policy issues um, that we should be focused on as a country or as a state in California, for example, that could really help advance um, this work in a positive way? Yes, no, that's a great question. So um, so at Root and Rebound, we are focusing on three, and three priorities right now, parole reform, housing, and employment. Okay. Right? And, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Parole reform, housing and employment. Okay. Um, tell us a little more about that. Well, housing, uh, for, I think it's everyone's, uh, it's, it's our right to have, to access to housing, right? Affordable housing. And, uh, right now as it is, it's, it's people come out of prison and jail without, uh, housing and, and probation parole. They don't have the funding according to them to place people in, uh, uh, adequate housing, right? So people are left to figure that on their own. So that's a, a big barrier that, you know, people coming home from prison and jail are navigating. 
right? That's one of one of the many. Um, and so, um, but it goes hand in hand. If you don't have housing, if you don't have employment, and like Becca said a few minutes ago, you know, there's going to be the recidivism, right? It's, it's that cycle of incarceration because housing and employment are are, are crucial to to people um, succeeding or feeling like they're succeeding in life and having um, you know having the adequate opportunities. Right. And right. So, and, I'm sorry. Go ahead, yeah, Carmen. We, we fight for that. We were actually trying, working really hard and advocating uh, for those changes at the at the at the highest level. Uh, because if we want to see change, right, in, uh, on a mass scale, we have to make changes at the very top, so that it affects you know a large amount of people and people coming home from prison and jails. Right now, I feel like pe- we come out of prison and we still have so much to pay back to society and but we've already paid our debt to society we're incarcerated did our time but we come back with this you know stigma of like uh well you're not you know uh, like we're not worthy of having a house or we're not worthy of being employable and so so trying to change the narrative around how we see people with criminal records right is is, is so important too in this day and age because those are the things like i said those are for me, those those were the main things for me, like housing and employment. Those things made a huge difference, right, on, on how my journey and my future um, outlook was for me because I had, you know, uh, uh, housing and employment, you know, that came, you know, and and, and, and so, but, but having opportunities. Not everybody has uh, the opportunities that I had, right? I came across great mentors who helped my hand and helped me, you know, even just support me with, um, um, closing and, 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 and food and stuff. And so, but you need to have a really strong support system. And, and, and it's not just a few people. I think it's a societal, right, problem. It's not just the very few. Or, and so together, I think, uh, and making those changes, like I said, at the top is what's important, making the changes where it matters and where we're going to see the big, the effect and the impact of our work is, is just continuing this uh, policy advocacy and, and system changes. Excellent, Carmen. Thank you so much. Um, So when we come forward um, from our next break, um, Becca, want to have you speak to um, one or two of the key legislative or policy initiatives you all are working on to help advance the cause. Um, But before we go to break, just want to remind folks to vote June 7th. Um, We want to make sure you if you're early voter that you get in, get to the polls and vote early. If you're going to vote on Election Day, make your plan now to vote and if you want to learn more about the candidates in Los Angeles, um, in California, you can listen to Dominique Prima's daily show where she is the only radio show host in the in the state or in the city for sure, who's interviewing all of our local candidates for election. So be sure to tune into her show each weekday and you can go to our KBLA website to learn all about voting in Los Angeles and California and all of the information you need and even all the COVID-19 protocols for voting. So stay tuned as we come forward. We'll continue our conversation with Root and Rebound talking about the issue of reentry and mass incarceration. More of Legal Lens with Angela Reddick Wright. Helping you see legal issues more clearly when we come forward. 
Yes, yes. Gladys Knight, my favorite song by Gladys Knight, leaving on the midnight train to Georgia. We are celebrating the birthdays of Gladys Knight and Lauren Hill um, and acknowledging them and their contributions to music through our music selection today. And we are talking about a very serious, important issue with the U.S. being the number one country in mass incarceration. I'm not sure that that's a statistic that I want us to have. I'm hoping that we'll become the lowest state with mass incarceration, our lowest country um, dealing with issues of mass incarceration in the world. And to help us with that conversation, we have Carmen Garcia and Becca Berry from Root and Rebound. Becca, um, prior to the break, we were talking about some of the policy issues that um, are, you know, are important to this work and some of the barriers to reentry. Can you just quickly give us maybe one or two key legislative issues uh, Root and Rebound is working on or organizations similar to yours to, to help really impact and move this issue forward? Absolutely. So the first one is we, Root and Rebound would like to see the passing of California Senate Bill 990. So this bill would make it easier for people on parole to transfer to the county where they will have the most reentry support. So that means like an education program, a job offer, housing, family ties, um, and not just the county that they're automatically assigned to. So folks are coming out and just being sent um, wherever where they have no um, ties to actually have a successful reentry. Okay. And then second, who's carrying in that um, bill? We, uh, that's Weso, H U E S O. Okay. Uh, yeah, Senator Whistle. And then um, second, this is a bill that already exists. It's, it's a law, um, the Fair Chance Act and employment. And we just want to expand that. We want to strengthen um, the we want to strengthen the rights and protections of our clients and our employees um, through banning that box. And then when folks are being considered for employment, um, really having that individual assessment case by case and really making sure, like, does this conviction really connect? to the job. And if it doesn't, then hire folks and give them a fair chance. Yes, those are two great bills. And um, glad to see your organization advocating for that. I'd like for folks to really understand the, the work of Root and Rebound and how they can access those services. Um, but before you give us that specific information, Becca, can you give us like one we have about two minutes left in this segment, like maybe one example sure. that clearly demonstrates what you all do and the impact of the work that you do. Yes. So Root and Rebound, we had a client that really dreamed of going into real estate, but also had a conviction history that was a barrier to getting that real estate license. So Root and Rebound supported that client with expunging their record. And then with the passing of a bill that we helped develop, AB 2138, the licensing board could no longer use that conviction, the expunged conviction, um, to deny the client their license. So they received their real estate license, and they're now working successfully in real estate. So that's just one example of ways that we help holistically and really try to get those barriers away. That's amazing. And one of the great things about the real estate, field, it also allows you to be pretty self-reliant, right? You're, you're an entrepreneur Absolutely. within your own business. So that's amazing. We have about 30 seconds left. Another quick story you want to share um, as an example of the work you do? Absolutely. So another sign of Root and Rebound was released to parole to a county where they had no support. Um, but parole was denying them a transfer to get back to their home state because of the fees that they still owed. So I actually worked with that client and drafted a transfer petition to the court, and it was granted. And then we sent that judge's order to parole, 
And after a bit more advocacy, that client was able to move back to his home state with his family last week. So that's a recent win that I'm very, very proud of. Yes, excellent work. And I can understand why both you and Carmen are so passionate about the work you do. So when we come forward, um, Carmen's going to help close us out and tell us how you, your family members, your friends can access the services of Root and Rebound. And if you want to become more engaged on this issue of mass incarceration, recidivism and reentry, how we as everyday citizens can get more involved. So stay tuned. You're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. And this is your girl on Legal Lens with Angela Redock Wright. You're listening to the all-new Weekend Lineup of enlightening, encouraging, and empowering talk shows. Exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Yes, that is Lauren Hill. Happy birthday this week, Lauren Hill. Everything is everything. Oh, my goodness. I'm loving the beat of that song. I'm ready for the weekend. It is Memorial Day weekend. We pay tribute to the memory of those who have served our country so valiantly. Um, We will take time to remember you this weekend and on Monday specifically. And just... um, Let's just make sure this weekend we take there's so much going on in the world. Let's be sure to take some time to renew and refresh and to spend time with those that we love, because as we can see in the news every day, life is not promised. And these days we just don't know. Right. So um, everything is everything. Lauren Hill, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580 Legal Lens with Angela. And we're going to close out our um, very important show today where we've been talking to Carmen and Rebecca, our Becca from Root and Rebound about the work they do around issues of mass incarceration, reentry, and recidivism programs. Carmen, can you help close us out by telling us how individuals on behalf of themselves, their family, or friends can access your services, and also how those of us who want to become more engaged on this issue, these issues can become more engaged? Yeah, thank you. Thank you, Angela. So people can reach us through our info account, info at rootandrebound.org. Um, go to our website, www.rootandrebound.org. Our hotline number, 510-279-4662. And then uh, we also um, accept prison mail or letters from the community. Our address is 1610 Harrison Street, Suite E, East Oakland, California, 94612. Excellent. And any thoughts? Of course, we can support Root and Rebound um, as individuals who, who want to support work in this area. Any other things we can do to, to get more engaged on, on these issues? Carmen or Becca? Becca? Oh, yeah. Um, so absolutely. I would just say continuing to reach out to organizations in the community. Um, folks, The folks closest to the ground and the folks who are most impacted, folks who are actually formerly incarcerated themselves are doing the work and organizing themselves. And so just plugging into that again, if you're in LA, the anti-recidivism coalition is one way to get connected. Um, and we have an attorney embedded there. So um, I would start there and just um, start volunteering, get involved. Thank you. And Carmen, any closing, encouraging, inspirational words you have for our listeners today? Um, yes. Um, just, most important, uh, first and foremost, is that uh, we all have a story. We all deserve a chance. And we cannot lose sight of our humanity. And 
we're all about second chances and we exist together. We're a community. And um, yeah, just I think that's the most impactful for me is that how we see each other is how we react, how we respond and how we treat each other. I love that, Carmen. It's all about second chances. And no matter who we are, where we've come from, what we've done, we all at some point need a second chance. So thank you, ladies, for helping to remind us of that. And thank you so much for the work you're doing on the ground through Root and Rebound. Our guests today have been Carmen Garcia and Becca Berry with Root and Rebound. And we've been talking about issues of mass incarceration, reentry, and recidivism. Thank you for all you're doing. Next up, we have Mache Duffy of The Backstory, and she's filling in for Cynthia Brooks of Urban Wellness Now, and we'll follow with her own show. So she'll be on for two hours, and I know she has a great show planned for you. Next week, we are excited to talk about issues impacting um, current veterans and those in the military. Helping us with that discussion is Steve Peck from U.S. Vets and Stephanie Stone with the Los Angeles County Office of Military and Veteran Affairs. And as our closing quote today, I want to borrow from a favorite quote of our guest today, Becca Berry. Nobody is free until everybody is free by Fannie Lou Hamer. So keep up the great work, folks. And, you know, if you can have an impact on giving someone a second chance, make sure you do that and help a brother or sister out. And let's be kind to each other. The world is a crazy place. You've been listening to KBLA Talk 1580. This is Legal Lens with Angela Redock-Wright signing out till next time. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.